Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Daniel. And you're listening to Now, That's What I Call a Throwback. A podcast filled with nostalgia, stories, and pop culture. Wait, did you remember to feed your Tamagotchi? Ugh, as if. Pink pajamas, penguins, penguins on the bottom. On the bottom. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Pride Rock. <laughs> Welcome to Pride Rock indeed. Um, if you have not seen the new Lion King live action remake, uh, you might want to pause this episode and Click listen off. to it after right. you watch it yes. because this will contain spoilers. We are going to compare and contrast the original animated version and the new 2019 version um and we have some opinions right so if you are shaded by your opinion is shaded by other people's opinions and you haven't seen it yet and you don't care about spoilers i still wouldn't listen to this because right daniel and i haven't talked at all about this because we didn't want either of our opinions to be shaded as we went into the movie so <laughs> yes and i don't know about you but i didn't read anything i didn't me read either any no i didn't listen after you text me and you were like there's a spoiler in the soundtrack i didn't listen to any of the music before we went in and saw it like i didn't do anything other than like the few previews that i saw like on ads on youtube or like on the tv those were the only things i saw yeah. before i went into it so i had a completely blank slate yeah that's how i really like going into movies in general but mm-hmm. also like this specifically oh, i don't yeah. want to know what the critics think i don't know, right. know what the yeah. audience thinks Me i just too. want to form my own opinion yeah um so that's how i went into this and i also want to say before we start this podcast that the Lion King, the original, was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. That was Amber's first movie she ever saw in theaters, too. Yeah, so this had a large impact on my childhood and my life. Oh, me too. And me too. I just want that to be said. I had Lion King clothes. I had my first bike that I ever got was a Lion King bike. So, like, this movie wow. means a lot to me. Like, I was, well, it came out in 1993, 94. So I was three or four. So it was like right around that time that as a kid, you start like watching movies and getting into that kind of stuff. So it was my first like, I guess, like movie obsession was The Lion King. Yeah. So. Well, let's kind of just go through some different points and just discuss what happened, what we liked, what we didn't like and what's going on. And let's start with casting. Sure. So what were your opinions on casting? Did you have anything? I didn't really have any strong opinions. I loved on obviously the fact that Beyonce was cast, I thought it kind of was a weird casting. Yeah. But after seeing it and like hearing her as Nala, I didn't mind it. And also, I will talk about it later with music, but she gave us a new song as well. Yeah. Um, I think that Seth Rogen was the runaway for this show, um, for this movie as Pumbaa. I think he did a really good job. Um, yeah bringing the character to life in a completely like modernized way and i really appreciated that um i on the other hand wasn't really the biggest fan like i love beyonce so you know beehive don't come for me but she for me her voice was great for the songs but her like at her speaking 
her speak acting. I don't know what you call it. It just, I don't know if Voice it's, acting. Right. Her voice acting. I don't know if it's because, which we'll talk about the animation. I don't know if it's because of the different animation or what. I just didn't feel like she had any sort of emotion really to anything yeah. other than like the very, very like big moments, but like the smaller moments where she was supposed to have some sort of like feeling in her voice. I just didn't hear it. So for me, yeah, it just wasn't the best, like not saying that I didn't like her in it, but it just, you know, compared to the original, it just wasn't up to par for me. So yeah, and I agree with Seth Rogen. Um, I don't particularly enjoy him that much as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen several of his films and he's like, okay, I'm not like yeah. overjoyed that Seth Rogen's mm-hmm. in something, mm-hmm. but I do agree that he was amazing as Pumbaa and I hope he does more voice acting for animation. Yeah, me that too. Was really nice. I also was very surprised by Donald Glover as Simba and I will just say that literally Booker and I, when we went and saw it, we thought it was Jason Derulo throughout the whole movie because to us mm. he sounded so similar to like his voice like I didn't I don't know why I didn't realize that Donald Glover had that great of a voice but I was very surprised yeah. to find out it was him and not Jason Derulo so <laughs> again like I said I didn't look at anything other than I knew Beyonce was in the movie but like I didn't know like who was playing okay, what but so. you have to understand like he didn't say any lines and start Jason Derulo no literally in my notes that's how you know it's Jason Derulo no 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 in my notes for this that's literally why we had to look it up because in my notes I was like "Ah, Jason Derulo played Simba and the whole time he didn't say anything about Jason Derulo and I waited for it the whole movie so I literally (laughs) didn't find out it wasn't him until we googled who played him so oh wow I was convinced it was Jason Derulo (laughs) well we loosely like kind of touched on it with casting but let's talk about the new CGI animation Mm -hmm. um I I think they they worked very hard at making it very realistic and really playing up the realism with this animation and kind of like coming from that jungle book inspiredness mm-hmm. like it was really well it looked so realistic but i think with that you really were disconnected mm-hmm. from the characters yeah because the facial expressions were so realistic for an animal and not very realistic for a character. I felt just so disconnected the entire time from every single character. Right, well that's, somebody put something on Facebook the other day where some like independent artist like reimagined the live action and she made the characters closer to what the original cartoon looked like. And I just think to me, yes, it's great that you went so close to real life but as we know like real animals don't really have facial emotions they don't show things the way humans do and if you're going to humanize a character and make them have like human characteristics they talk they sing they have emotions I think you should be able to portray that on their faces which is why I feel like I didn't have as much of a connection to Nala because of you know Beyonce's voice acting wasn't bad but I just feel like that tied to the fact that there was no emotion on the face of any of the characters it just really yeah it made me feel very disconnected from it so I 100% agree with you and I didn't like the way that they made Scar look I didn't really like I thought Mufasa was fine like the other the regular like Mufasa and Nala but they were okay 
but like Scar, I didn't like the hyenas, I didn't like Timon and Pumbaa. I wish they would have had a little bit more of a whimsical look to them than a realistic one. Yeah, and because like even with Pumbaa, his eyes were so far apart yeah. that I was always like, the camera was like on his face and I was like looking at his face, but it was just like, I I'm not just looking at nothing. Like I'm not yeah. connected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bravo for this amazing animation that looks real. Like it really, really does, but I was just lost. Mm -hmm. And I was telling one of my coworkers that today and he was saying, yeah, that's what the reviews are saying, that it's just like an emotionless reincarnation of the film. You don't feel the same connection to the characters that you do with the original cartoon because you can't connect to them on an emotional basis because they're not making any sort of emotions really at all. So for me, it was hard to, to I mean, uh, again, but for me, I think that seeing the original and knowing the original by heart I was still emotionally connected to the storyline, but I think like if I were a yeah. kid who had never seen the original and saw this one, I'd be like, what the heck is this crap? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. it was very weird. And then like kind of moving into the characters specifically, I had such a huge issue with the hyenas. Oh, me too. Um, for starters, their animation is, it was rough. Yeah. Um, and two, Whoopi Goldberg is still alive. Why did she um, not reprise her role? Like, um, I'm sorry. They came off, and I get it, like, they were trying to make, like, a villain out of them, but they came off a lot scarier than they did in the cartoon, and I just wasn't really a fan right. of them. They didn't have that, like, playfulness to them, and that whole, like, yeah. the one, I don't know, I don't think it, maybe it was the one that they wanted to be, like, Ed, but he kept getting close to the other one, and he was like, that's my space. Get out of my yeah. space. What you doing? But there was yeah. no, like, they didn't make that storyline enough for it to, like, stick. Yeah. So, I just didn't like that at all, because they had that, like, leader of the hyenas, but they made the hyenas as a whole a, a big group in this one, whereas in the original, it's just really those main three, and the only time the other ones kind of show up is during, like, the fight scenes or during the songs, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that all of them being present, just you lost that, like, connection to whatever characters they had, yeah. and they were just like a mob of hyenas coming at you. I completely agree. Like, the hyenas were such a huge comic relief in the yeah. original. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were so many like iconic jokes like yeah. you ugly Ooh, and the, and the Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. like talking about Mufasa Mufasa yeah, yeah. stuff like that mm -hmm. was just completely erased and like why right why that's what I'm saying it made that it a out lot, it made it a lot more of a serious legit scary moment in the movie when they're when the two cubs like go into the elephant graveyard it made yeah. it a lot more like terrifying and I'm like this is still a kids movie I think it should have some comic yeah. relief instead of you guys chasing them through the holes yeah I do think the original was still scary oh yeah but there was still that comic relief effect afterwards kind of yeah thing. Like, yeah this just took all of that away i think so and too. you're right it did make it more intense and it did make it more villainized kind mm -hmm. of thing i feel like they villainized the hyenas more than they villainized scar in this version yes so uh, it was a very huge disconnect there yeah but talking about disconnect you have something to say about Rafiki? Yeah, I just feel like he, as a character, they didn't give him enough, I don't Anything? know. Yeah, like, he was such a pivotal part in the original movie. He's the one that, like, blesses the new, like, prince. He brings Simba back to take over the Pride Lands again, you know? And I think in this one, the way he was, like, coaxing him and talking to him and, and speaking in, like, a 
I don't know what language he was speaking in, but it just wasn't, I didn't like it. To me, it was, it was like, why even put the character in there? <laughs> he's not really yeah. going to do, like, why do you even have him here? Like, if he's not going to do anything. Yeah. And like, throughout the whole movie, I was like, where the hell is his stick? Where is his stick? Oh, yeah. And he didn't pull it out why to the end. He, like, and I was like, why didn't why? he have his stick? Like, that's his thing in the movie is the stick. And in, in the new one, didn't he say something like, hello, my old friend? Or yeah. Something like that? It was like, just. Why? Why I, was it right. hidden in the tree? Right. It didn't make any sense. Why did he do the thing with the bugs? It was supposed to be like Mufasa talking to him through the wind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it ended up being with bugs. And I'm just like, the fuck is happening with the bugs? Yeah. Like... Rafiki's character as a whole in this new movie had no purpose yeah i think so that's what i'm saying like they i could mean have like a zebra could have gone up there yeah. and held simba yeah. in front of everyone in pride rock and it would have done the same exact thing yeah and he didn't like he didn't break the the fruit over his head or do and i'm i mean like i know well, that he broke small something things. else i think it was more specific to what it actually could have been I don't know what it w was supposed to be in the original movie. Maybe like a fruit or something. Yeah. But in the new one, it was some kind of like um, like root. I think it was like roots. Yeah, it was just right. It was just strange to me. And I know that's very minute. But when you're talking about like very remembered scenes from the original, if you're going to do like a pretty much a frame yeah. by frame of the original, I think why the fuck would you change small things like that? You know it's going to piss people off. But Timon and Pumbaa, um, again, the animation was off. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe it's just like the voice characters coming through maybe. that it really, I, I loved the added one-liners with Timon and Pumbaa. I think they played off each other really yeah. well. Mm -hmm. um, I was always giggling at like all the new things that they were me throwing too, in. I wish I could too. think of some right now. but Where they were like, I want to name him Fred. Can we keep him? Like that was Oh cute. yeah. Let's that name him cute. Fred. Yeah, that's another let's name him Fred. That was cute. And then like the there was one point where um I can't remember it was like somebody called Pumba fat or something and he was like, Did you just call me chubby? Oh. And he had like a body positivity moment. He was like, I love the yeah. skin I'm in and I was like, Yes, you have that body positivity, Pumba. That's right. No, it the line was something like, I may run from from hyenas, but I always stand up to a bully. That's yeah, I loved that. I thought that was really cute. Um and then in the original, do they sing the the lion sleeps tonight? Do they have that whole like scene in the yeah, original? Yeah, they have it. It's right before they run into. I just Nala. feel like because all of the other animals were involved in it, it was yeah. like it was like a bigger ordeal than it was in the original. I was like, did they do well, this in the original? This is crazy. No. They did it in the original, but it wasn't, it was much more of a production in this new one. Yeah. And also just the other animals in general. I don't think there were other animals so in yeah. the original no. definitely not during that part but i don't yeah. think they ever like interacted with them no kind of and there thing. was like a deer i'm like what what is happening like an antelope in the I, middle of like the I'm I, like yeah it was an antelope i'm like they don't that's not where they live like what is happening like and then the I simba scaring don't. them and he's like oh it's just you simba i'm sorry i got really scared and he's like timon said something about oh well that's you're always gonna be a predator to him or something i'm like is that necessary yeah this whole part was yeah. not necessary it's it was a weird added moment yeah. that 
didn't add anything yeah, because it wasn't too, like yeah. mm-hmm. Simba ever had like any kind of realization after that. It was just yeah. like, oh, okay. And right. it just moves on with uh-huh. the normal plot. That's I'm just what, like, yeah, it's why like they did had you do these, this? They had these like small subplots, but then they just never like finished them. So it was like, the fuck was the point of any of that? Because <laughs> she didn't do anything yeah, like, else with it. it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, talking about The Lion Sleeps tonight, let's talk about the music in general, I guess, and then get into some specific songs that we have thoughts on. Yeah. Um, but what is your thought on, like, the score in general? Um, I think that overall, I think they did a really good job of recreating and adding a lot of, like, depth to the songs with, like, new music technology that they have now. They added a lot more, like, bass and undertone to a lot of the original songs that I think really did give them, like, more of a lushness than they had in the original. But there were some songs that I had issues with. But overall, I think they did a great job on the music. Well, I definitely had an issue with Scar's song. There it wasn't um, a song. It, what? Like, yeah, it was basically that. just cut in half. It was Speak Scar's singing. song in the original was just such this huge production mm-hmm. and this really like you understand how evil he is and how bad all of this is coming from and it really like gets the hyenas like following him kind of thing yeah and it was just completely cut in half it was like this bare minimum oh yeah we have to do the villain song real quick kind of thing yeah it just wasn't it was very anticlimactic and i just i don't know if it's because the guy who's voicing scar can't sing or what what it was i know there was some controversy about the end of the original where it kind of looked they look like nazis like high to Hitler so I know that that was controversial and they didn't want that in the second one but at the same time that doesn't mean you cut the whole song because that is a very pivotal song where he gets the hyenas on his side and I just didn't feel like that happened in this one I was I was very disappointed after that I was like that's it he's not even gonna sing the song like he literally sang one line of the song and that's it like I thought they would revisit it and maybe do like a reprise or something and change it up but I was it was just like nope this is it I was like yeah. Wow. And they did that, that was a mm-hmm. really good song from this film that's just completely That they cut, gone. right. I was very sad about that too. But they used that extra time to replace it with that Beyonce song called Spirit. Well, no, there was still, there was music when Simba's running back to the Pride Land. It's, I mean, it's music that they kind of did undertone in this movie, but I think they just replaced that with her song because that scene still happens in the original. Yeah, I mean, the scene happens, but they put words over it is what I'm getting at. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I liked her song. I don't like where they put it in the movie. Yep. Yep, that is exactly what I said today. Um, <laughs> I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with the, with song. the song. I listened to yeah. it multiple times before I actually saw the film just because, I mean, it's new Beyonce music. I'm all over it. Right. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. But where it comes is just Not so right weird. Mm-hmm. I was happy when it came on. I started, like, lip-syncing it, and I was, like, bopping around. But the whole time I'm, like, looking at the screen going doesn't fit yeah <laughs> why is it, it here to me like it honestly it should have like just played song. during the credits yeah, yes 
Yep, I didn't want to interrupt you, but that's that's what that was my like feeling as well. It should have just been a credit song, which I get it because it's Beyonce. They feel like they have to put it in the movie, but they could have chosen a different a different spot. I think that could have played like after the very end of the movie. Yes, they do the yeah. Circle of Life reprise, but right before that happened, when like the hyenas were leaving and stuff, they could have fit in a little montage there with Spirit, and it would have made more sense because it would have been after the climax of the movie and at the end when it's like a happy ending. Cause to me it just wasn't, I don't know. You know, you know what would have made much more sense. And I thought for a moment it was going to happen because I didn't actually listen to the soundtrack. There's a part where um, Rafiki looks to Simba when he's like trying to show him Mufasa's still alive, quote unquote. And yeah. he goes, he lives in you. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to bring in Broadway music at that point. Because yeah. that's one of the best songs, I think, from the Broadway version of The Lion King is He Lives in You. Well, and um, it's in the... Um, and I just had a moment where I was like, they're bringing it in. Oh, my God. It's That song is actually in Lion King 2. Um, oh, is it? I, yeah. I don't remember it's, I mean, Lion it's King in Broadway. Well. It's Yeah, it, it's in... Um, they do it at the Lion King show at Animal Kingdom as well. But I think yeah. that's where they should have put that song for real, but they didn't. So I was real sad about yeah. that too. I mean, honestly, pulling anything from uh, the Broadway version yeah. or, I mean, the sequel, I guess, and yeah. putting that in there would have been great because, you know, they added songs into Aladdin and it uh-huh. was amazing. It yeah. was great. It added so much to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they added for, the Beyonce added song for The Lion King, it just didn't work. Yeah, I agree. And then Timon and Pumbaa, do you want to go on that? I was about to say, let's talk about Timon and Pumbaa. Um, okay, first off, I loved Baby Pumbaa. Um, I want a stuffed animal of Baby Pumbaa. I thought oh, that was the yes. absolute best, cutest freaking part of the whole movie, you guys. Like, ugh. Which is so funny, because they didn't do that in the original. It no, was still, like, but he was, Pumbaa. it was a surprise, and it was cute, yes, and I was. loved it. It was so cute. <laughs> that was the one change in the, in the like, whole movie that I was like, I am for this. I love him. He's so cute and tiny. But yeah. with that song, I can't believe they let him say farted. Like, I... Well, I can believe it because that's not really like... I think it's FCA. I don't I don't think that's an FCA thing. Or it's FCA radio. Okay, anyway, whoever regulates it. I don't think farted is like a big issue for like getting through to be a PG movie. Oh, well, I don't think so either. But I just... It's very iconic in the other one where he's like... And then I... And he's like, Pumba, not in front of the kids. That's like a big yeah, thing. And that's he just really didn't funny. say it. It's not, you know, he's like, you're not going to stop me. I said it and nothing. And I'm like, and then you're bringing light to the fact that you said it. Like, okay. And that is the spoiler I had already known. Um, if you can even call it a spo- spoiler, because I had started listening to the soundtrack and then I heard that where he doesn't, where he says farted. And I was like, oh, I can't listen to the soundtrack now mm-hmm. because that wasn't funny listening to the soundtrack. And my theater didn't laugh at it. Yeah, we didn't either. Also, yeah, they I they were think just like, oh. For Timon and Pumbaa song wise, I wanted them to do the fucking hula. I don't care that they're supposed to be more realistic. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, like, it's cute that they put in the Beauty and the Beast to be our guest. That's cute. But I wanted him to do the fucking hula with the hula skirt and, like, you know, yeah. have that whole... And that's a very pivotal, iconic moment for me in that show, so yeah. I don't... And even if they were going to cut it out and change it, why did, did they do Beauty and the guest? Beast? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they. I feel like they could have tied in something that yeah. wasn't Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cute, great, cool, and it made sense, like, welcome to your dinner. But also, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. But something else I didn't like, and this 
kind of goes back to the animation, but it's Mufasa's death. Yeah. Were you? Well, I mean, you said that you were connected more to the original story still, but did you cry? Did you have any emotion at that? Um, I didn't. Well, I okay. So I cried just because, like, for those of you that don't know, my dad passed away. So anything with like a dad dying just hits me in the feels, just because of personal experience. So I can't. I don't really feel like I can really like justify me feeling that. It's just because his dad died, and I was sad because my dad has died. But in the movie aspect of it, I just feel like it wasn't as emotional Powerful. as the, yeah, yeah. I do think it goes back to that animation. Yeah, that there was, I mean, yeah, because you can't see the emotion on his, when it. he's like falling, he's supposed to have that like, look, that like oh, scared, yeah. that scared, like, oh my God, I'm dying look, and like the look of betrayal, and you don't get that in this movie, so. And especially that moment where Simba's still on the rocks and heals, dad, yeah. as he's watching him fall. Yeah. That wasn't that didn't that wasn't powerful either. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was just bad. Speaking of, I think the worst thing that I did not like was <sighs> how Rafiki remembers that Simba is alive. They choose to get a tuft of his hair and have it like travel throughout the savanna to work its way back to Rafiki. And there's this whole moment where an animal ends up eating it. The animal poops it out. And then it is stuck inside of a poo ball where a dung beetle is like rolling it on the ground. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? It, and it lasted so, so long. long. Follow the hair to Rafiki lasted at least <laughs> that like two like, to three minutes. Li- literally. And I don't understand why. I literally looked there at Booker and I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, I'm still following the hair to Rafiki. Like, I know what's happening. <laughs> as soon as Simba shook it out of his mane, I oh, knew what too. was happening. Me too. I was just like what is this i was like was that it necessary was, it was so unnecessary and a very weird use of yeah, time and then like the bird uses it to make his nest i'm like do we have to go through all of these scenarios one of those would have yeah, been fine and, an and the one without the poop would have been it like oh yeah the yeah ant, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was god awful hated that <laughs> it was it was so that. bad i did not understand yeah. the point and Me it either. and i don't even think it was like fully understood by everyone in the audience that that the hair came out of the poop. Yeah. Because I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, that's the giraffe's poop. Literally. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah. Um, something that they did add that I think we might disagree on here for a second is the added backstory of Nala leaving Pride Rock, where she has like this moment where she's like, this all sucks. I'm going to go get help. And she like, it's an effort on her part to sneak away and like, Run that's away from in the, the that's in the original movie, but th- they didn't make as much of a production of her sneaking out of Pride Rock in the original movie. But she does have that moment where she's like, "I'm going to go find us help," and she runs off to find okay. Simba or whoever. She doesn't know she's going to find Simba, but she runs off to find someone because they're starving. There's no food left in the Pride Land, and the hyenas have taken over. And she's like, "I'm we're not going right. to live like this," but her like sneaking past scar and the hyenas and having the distraction with zazu all that kind of stuff that's not in the original so they did make more of a production of like her sneaking away than they did in the original yeah and maybe it's because it was a bigger production in this one that i just don't remember the original but i just remember nala showing up where simba timon and pumbaa were and it Mm -hmm. was like just no 
I didn't fully understand why she yeah. was there. And so this one, I like really understood why. And it was like, oh, this makes more sense. This is why she was randomly in the forest with them. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that added. Well, they probably really did nice. play it up a little bit more because of that confusion in the original movie. That's probably why they made more of a big deal about it because of people having that disconnect between how the hell did she end up there in the first place. Okay, so overall thoughts, final few opinions. What is your overall view of this movie? Um, I think I would give it a three out of five. Um, I think it wasn't, wow. it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the best thing. It's just kind of okay. Um, this one, I prefer the original to this, whereas Aladdin, I kind of liked the new Aladdin more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that could have stood alone by itself, regardless of the original. But this one, I feel like doesn't make sense at all unless you watch the original. So what about you? Yeah. Out of five. Um, out of five? I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd say three as well. Like, mm -hmm. I could have very much done without it. Yep. I think it added nothing yep. to the original. I yep. think it took too much away. Yep. Um, it was just like an emotionless adaptation of yeah. the original and did nothing for it. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I think that it's great that they're making, remaking all this movie so that like, you know, younger generations, I said this with Aladdin, younger generations can experience like the joy of like that era of Disney. But to me, I'm like, why don't you just like digitally remaster it and then re-release it in theaters if you want to do that instead of going through all this damn trouble of doing a remake when it's going to be shit. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. So. And just so you're warned everyone and you Jessica too Mulan they're stripping all the music out they're taking oh, yeah. um, yep. mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mushu out of it yep. um, and they're really cleaning that up which I'm I am excited for, and I think it's going to change a lot. They're for the making movie, and it I think more historically to watch accurate, right? I think I oh, think yeah. to me, I think like you skip over Lion King. I think Aladdin could stand alone, and I think this Mulan is going to be able to stand alone because it's going to be a completely different remake of the story. So I yeah. I think that's great because you already have Mulan. Like you don't need to improve upon something that you already have that's great. But if you want to do a remake of it and re-release re it as like right, I think that is what they should do with these remakes. They need to re-envision them as something else, and I think they're doing that with Mulan. So I'm really excited to see that one. Well, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for our throwback of our week. Throwback Wait. of the week of our week. <laughs> I know. Uh, whatever. Now it's who's messing of the week. up? Now who's messing I don't up? Know. It's the throwback I of the week. The whole thing. <laughs> so this throwback of the week is our favorite live action that they've made so far with Disney. What is yours? Surprisingly enough, like I really liked the Beauty and the Beast. I thought that was wow phenomenal. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought the added music was great. I think the way that they reimaged it was great. I went and saw that in theaters three times. Like, I really loved that. So for me, I think Beauty and the Beast is my top one so far that they've redone. Mine is 101 Dalmatians. Well, I knew you were going to say that. You know what's funny? Somebody was talking to me at work about how they're going to redo 101 Dalmatians. And I looked at them and I was like, they've already done that. They did 101 and 102. If they try and do this again, I swear to God. Like... <laughs> I'll watch it. They need to do Glenn how they close is still I, alive. You know what, <laughs> Disney? If you're listening, you need to do with 101 Dalmatians what you did with Sleeping Beauty and make one that's just about Cruella. <gasps> oh my god! That's what they should do. If they're gonna redo again, again, 101 uh, Dalmatians, they should do like Maleficent, and it should just be Cruella. And they should just—I'm laying it down right now. That would be something I would watch. The possibilities are endless. I am so excited. 
I know, me send, too. Me send them too. a pitch. Write a That's script. Right, oh my right. God. Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Let's go. We're going to go write okay. a script, you guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone we listening, go. please let us know <laughs> what your favorite uh, live action movie is and tweet us or Instagram us or Facebook us with the hashtag now throwback and let us know. But thank you so much for listening. Let us know your thoughts and opinions and what you thought of the remake of The Lion King. And yeah. we'll see you guys next week. TTYL. Bye.